0: Sugar, we're going down Podcasting, a Fallout Boy Podcast where we go track by random mouse track until we die. My name is Caitlin, and joining me until we die is Joe.
1: Hello, my name's Joe, and today we have formed a disloyal order of podcast buffaloes. That's the most <laughs> that's the most I think that joke has ever landed on this podcast. And it's also the I came up with it like a week and a half ago. <laughs> So it's lost all joy to me. Uh, and what I mean by that is there's more than two people here, which is to say that Riley Hopkins has joined us today.
2: Hello. Hi. What's good? I'm so fucking excited.
1: <laughs> now, of course, this is a podcast where we talk about how good Fallout Boy translates to Nightcore. And that's the only thing we talk about on <laughs> no, the podcast. No. So
0: I learned what Nightcore is today.
1: Yes. You and I both.
0: Yeah, Riley and I have been on a learning journey this evening.
1: Y'all weren't weeaboo's in 2012, and it fucking shows. Um, I've <laughs> never
0: once been a weeaboo in my life, and if I ever do become one, I'm going to request to be executed because I will have been body snatched.
1: <sighs> that's valid, but you also promised to be on the uh, Orange Ghost Naruto podcast every year for extra life.
0: That's true, but that's I will be a I will be a weeaboo for pay.
1: There you go. That's the secret. That book, The Secret, that's what it's about. I will do many
0: <laughs> dumb things for money.
1: You know that you don't get the money, right? It's for charity.
0: It still counts as, like, I earned it, you know? It's
1: doing the
2: act for money. It is, you make the total amount of money earned in your life sure. go up.
0: Yeah. When I go, De- to, when I go to the afterlife, they're going to be like, they're going to be like, <laughs> like, look at all that charity money. God damn. That counts. And I'm going to be like, mm-hmm. Yep.
2: <laughs> Maybe like that monster fucking though. Let's watch that number go down. Yeah.
0: <laughs> or go up.
1: Yeah, that's a that's, that's a negative score. that puts you in a bad place. <laughs> that what God. sucks about the premise that you have given me on the morality of uh monetary value is mm. that does that mean billionaires who donate like double dip? And if it's their own charity that they made is that triple dipping? Because they're no, taking I feel their like... Quote unquote like, earning it by stealing it from labor and then donating it. Does that is that a second time?
0: I feel like I feel like it still wouldn't count as earning in the first place, you know? Because, like
1: All billionaires are immediately in the bad place.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like I Because I think like like me like doing weeb shit, like me podcasting about weeb shit is like technically working, like I'm doing something. It's
1: it's it's labor but, for sure. Yeah,
0: but like Billionaires do it, shit. So I don't think no. they earn it in the first place. You know, mm-hmm.
2: the 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 number that uh old Michael's keeping a track of at the top of the pearly gates is just if it gets too high, then it's just the tr- floor drops out from under you. You drop all the way through the clouds into into hell. <laughs> if, if as it continues to go up,
1: he's like, oh look at this. Oh oh, too much. You know? Yeah, you you want to make as much money without going over a certain threshold. Yeah. well, I feel
0: like I feel like I feel like they have to have like a really like 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 a Twitch Prime subscription just to be like this person on a charity stream right now. What's happening? Mm-hmm. Are <laughs> they a charity streamer? Are <laughs> like they a billionaire? Hmm.
2: Now, if you're the one person that has the streaming services or the Patreon uh, like uh, logins, and you give those to your friends, that also counts as a positive to get you into heaven. That's true.
3: true.
2: I have
1: Caitlyn's Hulu login, and I have not used it once <laughs> no
3: but they, I, their well, profile, I have used it every once
0: time, every time i open it i'm just like oh yeah joe and i share this account
1: <laughs> i open it every time i go to watch any movie i check to see if it's on hulu before i get it from the library uh they never are or they are if i pay extra money for hbo or some shit um i've only used it to watch two episodes of king of the hill for citizen hank and if i'm on it again i'll use it again but nothing that i want is on hulu <laughs>
0: Didn't I give it to you originally because you were gonna watch like One Piece or something on there?
1: Yes, and then they don't have it. I couldn't. Um, it wasn't dubbed, which is what I wanted it for. Mm. So I felt right. slighted.
3: Wow. Well.
1: Anyways, this is of course a podcast about Fall Out Boy <laughs> and
3: the songs <laughs> of
1: by the band of Fall Out Boy. We are returning to their fourth studio LP, *Only D, for Lies the de? opening song. <laughs> Disloyal order of water Buffaloes, Which is a Flintstones reference
3: Oh I guess
2: According to this down here Yeah I guess guess that makes sense
1: What's weird is that I Just have always known Like I was just like oh yeah That's from the cartoon Like that's of all the fucking things to retain from the Flintstones Which I guess is just, just A piece of media I consumed a lot of as a kid. Y'all seen that the live-action Flintstones movie no. with John Goodman? I was, about to, I was about to suggest, yeah, Viva Rock Vegas.
2: Yeah, I I, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember is
1: that... that one as fondly. I don't know if Kyle McLaughlin's in that one because he isn't the first one. Do you think that that's the only reason that Pete knows about the Flintstones is because they made a movie about it? It's possible. He <laughs> certainly watches TV though. He was on. He's been on TV more than he. I don't think he's ever been in a movie. Um, which I'm sure eats him alive every fucking day. <laughs> but he stays up late at night with a bunch of CBD honey, mm-hmm. trying to get to sleep. Me, we, we're. There's a matter of time before they write a song that references CBD. Now that you mention it, catch um, you on the next album. Anyways, this song's great. Yeah, fucking rules.
0: Yeah, this song shreds.
2: When they want to make a good opening track, they really kind of swing
1: for the fences. I would argue they always want to when they make (laughs) records. Uh, I'm trying to think. I think think good openers is maybe their strongest skill. Because I'm trying to think of one that doesn't completely bang. Because even post-hiatus, like the Phoenix irresistible... Stay frosty. I I like Stay Frosty a lot. Stay I think, Frosty's like, great. No, I yeah. I agree
2: with you. Yeah. Um. What's, what's on Cork Tree? Because I guess that's gonna make it or break it. Yeah, I don't fucking know. Who um, say? That's I'm literally compl- <laughs> I have to look it up. Uh, I'm doing it too. <laughs> Our lawyers made us change the name of this song so we wouldn't get sued.
1: I couldn't tell you what that song sounds like from. Yeah, the title. I don't
0: know either. I'm. Luckily, it's probably fine
1: because I I think Fall Out is good at opening records. mm Hmm. This
2: is, I think it's my. S- oh, it's really hard because it's day to day, but I think it is my second favorite opening song by them. I think just straight up you, it has that. Spot. You like Thriller a lot. I'm a Thriller. You described Thriller once as a guitar crunch to flatten the universe, and you are dead the fuck on.
1: It's ridiculous that it works at all because it should mm. not on paper. Yeah, <laughs> like they they turned it up too high, and some mm. genius in the studio was like gotta make this work somehow
2: and they did and that that's like when they like fall away for me succeeds the best is like when it's like this shouldn't work but it does Mm -hmm. in like in like the weird when they want to play around in spaces that like aren't tried and true Mm -hmm. and so like yeah like i've grown on post hiatus so much because they've started like in their in like the uh in like all of now that i am a mania stan thanks to this podcast like
1: you're welcome It's a good record. It's really fucking good. It's, I have uh, enjoyed it's,
0: most of what I've heard so far.
1: Yeah, Sunshine Riptide's a weak track out of context. I think it's fine on the record. But yeah, it's probably my favorite record post-hiatus so far. This, this record's my favorite overall. Period. I'm looking right here at thegenius.com.
2: Uh, Please sponsor us. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm noticing this second paragraph on the overview, which is infuriating me for some reason. This must be how you feel every week. Um, some fans have noticed that this song has a similarity in chord progression when compared to the Who's Baba O'Reilly. Since the emphasis on the first note of this three chord progression is an octave lower than the Who's rendition, it's probable that this was unintentional. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for that.
0: Yeah, Genius uh, has some real... I can hear the
2: similarity. I, I can hear it too. I but don't, like,
0: like I- I'm... We all know I'm not the most versed in music. Um, I don't know. I'm sure I've heard that song, but I don't like I can't summon if it. You, if you if you click the
1: link, it goes straight to that part of the song and you'll be like, "Oh yeah, this one." <laughs> I guarantee. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. but yeah, it's like I hear the similarities. There I mean, there's only so many chords in pop music, mm-hmm. especially. Exactly.
0: Oh, this one has a This
1: this one has our favorite thing. We we love to see that uh the that, verified... that green highlighter.
0: Yes. Oh,
1: is that what the green means? Yeah, mm-hmm. those are probably These are all lowercase, so I think they're Pete They are from five years ago So I'm excited to uh, to get into these uh, Verified annotations As we dig into the lyrics But first, how's how do y'all feel about the song? How it sounds? How it opens the record? This is a song that There's... I think I know I don't know every word to it, but I know every note to it I know how Patrick sings Every line and when he extends Certain things and I've just heard it so many fucking times. There is
2: the chorus has such a groove to it that like it used to be like I remember in college listening to this album nonstop. And then just like when I'm in an elevator, like by myself, it is like perfect to dance to. It is so like catchy and it makes you want to move in a way that is, like I find difficult to imagine a like rock song doing. You know what I mean? It is so danceable in that way. I love it so much. Every part of it works together and sounds like just a boon on my
1: ears and Patrick kills it fucking kills it yes this song sounds like it should be coming out of a boom box that John Cusack is holding above his head because it's just <laughs> got this raw optimism to it
0: yeah which I like because I feel like this song really captures like the tone of the album overall of it being that like seemingly lighthearted but actually kind of deeply sad um like vibe and i feel like this song is so much that because it does feel like so optimistic in its tone but like when you actually read the words you're like oh this is like sad
1: it's it's sad but i don't it's not like pitiable sadness like there's something about it being sad but still looking forward like there's a there's still a feeling of wanting to do things again even if other things have ended badly Mm -hmm. it's it's owning your frustrations it's owning like you're like
2: as hard as it is to say, like, Pete Pete Wentz owning problems, it's like... uh This like, record's
1: the best at it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it, that's, it, like, what it, I mean. It feels mean. like that. It's like, yeah, like, I feel like there's always the tone of, like, this album feels sad because, like, as much as it's happy, it's also acknowledging, like, yeah, shit's fucked. Like, and we're accepting that and we're trying to do something about it, but, like, uh.
1: Yeah, and I think the melancholia in the lyricism in the song is so perfectly <laughs> married to upbeat but not, like... Too vibrant, like Sonic Decisions, and mm-hmm. it, it. And I, I think Patrick completely like delivers a thes- thesis statement for that in the way that he sings. No one wants to hear about tragedy, like that. That line is just kind of like this whole song like has a perfect bow on it.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep,
2: it's one of those songs that I could see being a perfect opener or a closer. You know what I mean?
1: They do. They. I don't know if they still do it, but I know for a while they they were opening concerts with it. Mm-hmm. i got to see it and it blew my fucking mind yeah also shout out shout out for this song one of the few fallout
2: boy songs i can sing in a normal register i can like actually hit notes in that doesn't like doesn't have patrick going just out of my range and i love you for that patrick stump thank you for that you did that for me <laughs> just for you <laughs> yep
0: patrick stood with others like Riley Hopkins is gonna love this shit.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> that motherfucker's gonna eat this up.
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, I, everyone in Chicago just knows Follow Boy. I thought I, I thought oh, I thought that was fuck, common that's knowledge.
0: True, you're in yeah. Chicago. I uh, I'm
1: here. Go, going to to college in, in West Michigan meant I had a lot of friends from Chicago, and I did have a friend. Uh, his name is Andy, and uh not from the band but another person named andy who was like yeah you just run into fallout boy the time and I'd go to the train station and i'm like oh hey guys what's up and i i know that he's full of shit but it's the funniest thing to imagine um and then i, I think i don't I think i've talked about it on the show but i do have a friend who grew up with pete Wentz and went to school with him um i've talked to caitlin about it and i don't think i told you riley even though that's the person who got us into that escape room Mm -hmm. for free no i remember that i i you i have had this knowledge bestowed on me and it tickles me pink it's it's yeah it's so funny it's like yeah i haven't talked to him in a long time obviously but yeah his family's nice great dad so i'm sure (laughs) (laughs) happy form uh anyways this song i think we can probably get into the lyrics i'm down yeet I guess I'll start with this intro then. It's real fucking good. And it, it goes
4: I'm coming apart at the seams. Pitching myself leads in other people's dreams. Now buzz, buzz, buzz. Dark, there's a hole where something was. Dark, there's a hole where something was.
1: coming apart at the seams, pitching myself for leads and other people's dreams. Now, buzz, buzz, buzz. Doc, there's a hole where something was. Doc, there's a hole where something was. Eagle-eared listeners will remember this from the puzzle that we made for Interstitial Season 2. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's true.
1: Not only did you hear the Nightcore version, you heard the Chopped and Screwed version. <laughs> yeah, you heard Slowed Down and Demonic version of this song.
0: Also, I think some
1: of these lyrics are on What A Catch Or is it Um, a different part of this song? I
2: I don't think there's any of this in What A Catch, is there?
1: I might be confusing it with uh, Head First Slide Yeah, Head First is definitely uh, Because I I know that there's something on What A Catch That is from the first half of this record
0: Yeah, I think it's Head First
2: Slide One of the things I really, really like about the kind of like Directness of this intro is like w- calling back to what we talked about with like the the melancholic nature of this whole kind of the melancholic yet hopeful nature of the whole thing. Like this setting it up just like down in the dumps with the coming apart at the seams. I love pitching myself for leads in other people's dreams. Mm-hmm. That's such a good fucking lyric.
0: Yeah,
1: that's uh that's the entire plot of Mahal Drive. Actually, I'm surprised that's not what Pete writes about here. But I don't think Pete would enjoy David Lynch's films very much. <laughs>
2: yeah pete pete has to say that moment when you realize you just wish you were someone else ellipses
1: ellipses doc there's a hole where something was seems to be about therapy surprise (laughs) shocker can't Can't believe it it's it's saying that now
2: buzz 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 is like a callback to another song as we know nothing all songs
1: are callbacks all songs are all lyrics are references apparently there is a reference to bees on the hidden track that I've I'm sure but like
2: <laughs> there's just there's so much else that can be doing in that
0: I'm fucking... sorry I just got the really strong image of like fallout boy CDs coming with tickets to the b-movie um, <laughs> of course you did <laughs> I am who I am Joe
1: have you seen the, the trailer for the b-movie where it's the actors dressed up as the characters on a giant <laughs> windshield wiper reenacting yes, have, the actually. windshield wiper scene it's great <laughs> it's so funny that's that should be a short film that would be better than the b movie i think because it's much more I, th- I there's an absurdity to it that i appreciate i have no clue what buzz 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 is referring to and it's one of those things that i just don't care to find out i don't care to think about it, it too long Nice. yeah it's fine well
2: it's it's like it's like it's like the the fucking like when you've spent a long day doing shit, when you are like busy, when you are full of anxiety and kind of like overloaded to your limit, your head's just fucking buzzing. You know what I mean? Like I bet it's a Toy Story
1: reference. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, he's talking to his best friend, Buzz Lightyear. I'm trying trying to, like, I spent all day going, like,
2: listen, you're going to be on Sugar, we're going on podcasting, you need to, like, like, there's places for jokes, but also you need to come in here, like, to try to analyze this shit, they're all so good at that, and here you are with the Toy Story. Look.
0: Riley, Joe and I have been progressively losing brain cells for a year
1: (laughs) Wait until you hear the episode we recorded last night Um, I can't wait We (laughs) talked about the song for 10 minutes and then not the song for 20 (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's fine I I think there's, yeah, there's buzzes vague enough to be like any sort of constant movement
3: Mm
0: Mm-hmm uh, and it, like, and, it, and it's
1: a bridge between uh, the the pitching the leads and talking about therapy. So yeah, I don't
0: I don't like this annotation on the doc. There's a hole where something was. I feel like I like like I like the implication of that line there. And this explanation is stupid. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Pete. I'm not trying to invalidate your experience, but you're dumb. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a weird way to phrase it, and it's it's. I mean, five years ago was. 2015 which would have been like five years after the record came out five or six years after so there's a couple lenses and 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 asterisks there but
0: i just like i like the implication of it being like there's a hole where something was in the like in the relation to therapy and being like you know like trauma or whatever what have you and then this is just like the doctors are looking for holes that aren't actually there and it's like Alright. To me, that's not
1: how I read it. I read it as the like he's telling the doctor there's a hole where something was and he's never getting the answer that actually helps. Like he's like hearing things that aren't helping. And I could be just trying to find the most favorable reading of this
0: I just like short I only, annotation. O- only because of the way that he like has talked about uh mental health professionals i <laughs> sure don't give my i don't give him that charitable of a reading but mm-hmm.
1: mm. oh yeah but this is well i guess 2015 as much as it would have been a while after those points it's also not that long after publishing gray so i don't know yeah yeah Clearly. good though i just love that someone comments on it with a different suggestion as if it's not follow up <laughs> boys annotation
3: <laughs> 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 yeah
0: it's not a great annotation. It says, I also think that someone, quote unquote, stole his heart. And now there's a hole. Yeah.
2: Because every song is about relationships. It can't. <laughs> I've never wanted for anything but a relationship. You know.
0: Yeah. Riley, that's what the straights do. Yeah. Well,
1: <laughs> it's it's interesting because we're going to get down to a, a verified annotation in the pre-chorus that uh, is, is the exact opposite of that, which is nice. But anyways, who would like to, to, to get us moving forward with verse one?
2: Uh, I, will, I will swing at this. And the, the amount of restraint y'all have to say the words and not sing them is, like, amazing. I would have to,
1: like, put it on and listen to it, which I don't want to do.
0: Yeah. I always just kind of read them like uh, slam poetry.
1: <laughs> I try Fell not to, bed. but halfway through, I'm just like, <laughs> all right, I guess I'm going to start getting weird with it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Fell out of bed. Butterfly bandage, but don't worry. You'll never remember. Your head is far too blurry. Put him in the back of a squad car. Restrain that man. He needs his head put through a CAT scan. Hey, editor, I'm undeniable. Hey, doctor, I'm, unser- I'm certifiable.
1: Fiable. <laughs> oh. I'm a loser. not I can't stop. <laughs> I like the verse. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, let's see
1: apparently the butterfly bandage is a specific <laughs> moment great mm-hmm. to know it like butterfly like you'll never remember
2: your head is far too blurry like that like i'm i'm gonna continue pulling back up to like you you, you explicitly saying i don't want I, I don't care to make sense of buzz 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 this all relates back to buzz 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 in that way from it's the, the key in- from the it's, intro. It's,
1: it's the prestige it is it's, it's <laughs> it was
2: all it was all there from the beginning.
1: Never. Um, but like
2: this like fell out like this is like yeah you were hurt you have like you have this trauma you have this anxiety that is that roots from something roots from you falling out of bed like a bandage will treat fine don't worry about it but you can't call back to it you can't remember the thing that like hurt you in the first place. Well that's you know a different I mean? Nolan
1: movie actually. You're talking about Memento.
2: <laughs>
1: Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> there is a zero, like there. Pete has to love that movie. <laughs> also, the 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 visual of a butterfly bandage already made me think of Guy Pearson and, and Memento. So I'm sorry, but you're right. All the things you're saying are right, or at least a good adaptation or a good interpretation, I should say. <laughs> the <laughs> the annotation
2: of the next lyric, where, where it's like a needs his head put through a CAT scan. Pete Wentz voice. This is definitely based on something that happened. The MRI, however, was all was was all bad. No fun. To the comment by somebody else going, "Oh my god, are you okay?" <laughs> <laughs> to Pete Wentz, but six years after the event that occurred.
1: There's another comment that has a negative one vote that just says no fun at all. And I just don't know why people are being mean to Genius.com user all-time My Chemical Panic at the Fallout L. (laughs) I also don't know why the last L is there. I don't know if it's a typo or if somehow all-time My Chemical Panic at the Fallout was taken. Uh, Damn, Interstitial Season 3 is shaping up to be wild. Yeah, it's a weird uh, pitch for using the amalgam book, but it works out. (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean i think the lyrics are pretty straightforward about talking about bad experiences with with mental health or or physical health or a combination of the two and patrick delivers them really fucking well Mm -hmm.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. um what
2: does hey editor i'm undeniable like that is that's really interesting to me i'm trying to like I,
1: i think that's just like saying like listen to what i'm actually saying don't trim out like i'm not wrong don't trim out the parts that you don't agree with
3: like yeah, either
0: mm-hmm. that or like you could also see it as like like i'm like i'm not like you can't change me mm-hmm. as yeah just I like it. yeah like, it just makes like me think I of am. yeah like who i am is undeniable like you can't edit me
2: mm-hmm. okay i like that i like that i I had never actually It's one of those Like fallout boy lyrics That you don't understand You never hear <laughs> You just like Know the syllables In that pattern
1: Yeah there's a lot of those Um Yeah to me It just makes me picture Like some Reporter or journalist Like being like No 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 I have Something here Let me actually Do something with it And an Editor mm-hmm. not wanting to Um I'm, I, It's a shame that Pete doesn't have A verified annotation here That just has a picture Of Chevy Chase and Fletch <laughs> <laughs> Probably loves that movie. Uh. <laughs> Let me see Pete Wentz's DVD cabinet. <laughs> God, I, I I have to wonder, yeah, if he's a guy that's just like stream, all streaming all the way, or if he's like, no, nah, I love my physical things. No, he's like a cinema right?
2: And he has that means nothing. Four
1: true he's a
2: man who like movies so he ha and like he is rich so he has to have faces to like hold these things you know what i mean he probably has movies like, bet uh, he's a fucking steelbook
1: collector yeah absolutely yeah fucking asshole
0: anyway am i reading the chorus now or the pre-chorus yeah
1: the pre-chorus is short so if you want to swing into the chorus feel free
0: oh i'm a loose bolt of a complete machine What a match, I'm half doomed and you're semi-sweet. So boycott love, detox, just to retox. And I'd promise you anything, for another shot at life. And perfect boys, with their perfect lives, nobody wants to hear you sing about tragedy. And then there's a little vocal that goes, wants to hear you sing about tragedy.
1: Oh, they say lives! I always thought it was ploys, but it's interesting. Oh, that. I thought it was ploys, too.
0: Oh, I always knew it was lies.
1: For some reason, I had had it in my head that I thought it was lives for a long time, and then it was corrected to ploys. And now I am I am being switched to <laughs> it again. Now you
0: are vindicated. Yeah, I it thought was. it was
2: perfect boys with their imperfect ploys.
0: No, perfect boys with their perfect oh. lies. Nobody wants to hear you sing about tragedy because you a bougie what? bitch.
1: <sighs> yeah stop making songs about your mental health pete i think is i think that's what it's about
3: <laughs> i think he's trying to be like i gotta
1: pretend to be nice and shiny for the for the camera which i i don't know if that was a criticism of uh infinity on high was that it had sad songs on it but wild i don't know i mean hum howl is a pretty fucking depressing song it is and it bops so real hard it's so good it does I'm
2: trying to think about what I think about the imperfect boys. Oh, the fall. Hey, fallout boy annotated lyric. Mm -hmm. Uh, The lyric is actually perfect boys with their perfect lies. Nobody wants to hear you say what? So it was different. So this originally somebody had put ploys. I
1: think it, yeah, I think ploys was on the genius.com. Please sponsor us page. And then this annotation is probably, I mean, it's a five-year-old annotation, so I guess they Hmm. fixed it since then. Um, But yeah, he, Pete just continues with no one wants to hear celebrities complain. Hmm. That's
2: it's intra I I don't know why I'm so interested in the fact that like everyone thought it was something different, and then he changes it. But it's not important. Not important. I'm trying to think of like an insightful thing to say about this, but I think it is just like it's kind of just like one of those like straight up and clear like throughout.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. Like loose bolt is a clear metaphor, even if it's like a flourishy way to to say it. Mm-hmm that doesn't it like it's 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 simultaneously sounds like a cliche but it's not one i've heard before it's like oh okay this is like it fits into a type of statement i've heard a million times but but it doesn't sound rote um mm-hmm. which is m- maybe some of my favorite things that uh that pete has written are, are lyrics that fit into that specific category um and then uh what a match i'm half doomed in your semi-sweet i like that pete specifies that it's usually Patrick, that he's talking about with this line.
3: <laughs>
0: God.
1: Also, he clarifies it as a reference to baking chocolate. Yeah. But um, somehow I skipped around the detox just to retox, which is, I think, for a long time it was one of my favorite lyrics I think I'd ever heard. Was mm-hmm. was boycott love, detox just to retox, because it's this, there's something about that, uh, being like, I'm gonna get over this, but I'm so ready to get back into these feelings again. Mm-hmm. Like, like not a, I'm cutting myself off forever. Just like I'm moving on, and I, and will I will do this again. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> that's Me, a- that's real. Those real Caitlin hours.
1: <laughs> not, not to keep referencing movies, not to make the second reference to say anything in this podcast episode. <laughs> but I'd love that the opening of that movie is like a conversation about like. Uh, John Cusack, the, his character, that someone says like, "But you'll probably just get hurt in the end." He's like, "I want to get hurt. <laughs> I want that. <laughs> that means it mattered." And that's I crave I, the salt. Yeah, and it's I think I don't know. It's just it's just nice to not be so pessimistic about that situation. Like boycott love is is the lyric there, but it's also like detox just to retox is like a nice a nice signature to to the idea.
2: To, 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 like, further that thought directly into the, I'd promise you anything for another shot at life, with Ben Patrick screaming the another shot at life in the background over it, like, in the, like, that is, like, it's, it's such, like, a beautiful pairing, I, I, like, I don't want to be the mark this entire time, but, like, yo, like, I just, I love the, like, all of these words in this little box are so fucking, like, they they make me feel, and I love them so much.
1: Yeah, I think this whole record's kind of lightning in a bottle to me, but I think this mm-hmm. song especially, like this, uh, Head First Slide, what a catch. There's a lot of songs in this record that are just so beyond the sum of their parts to me. Mm-hmm. I guess it's my turn to read verse two. Idiot. Uh, then it says, oh, little girl, you got me staring odd, or was that just a telescopic camera nod Pop pa, 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 painted dolls in the highway Truck stop stalls Lot lizard scales cool My nightlife moods Which that's uh That is what the annotation s- specifies it is But it's just the way he sings it It's hard to make out those words specifically um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways uh, The rest of the verse continues with All the rookies leave your badge and your gun on the desk When you leave the room And then the pre-chorus plays And then the chorus plays Uh, The bridge is a lot of detoxing and retoxing, and then the chorus plays one final time. song
2: the second verse i think loses me a bit just because the like everything else so far up to this point has been so fucking strong Mm -hmm. but like
1: i think for me i think i i stay in it because verse two sonically is so fucking punchy that i'm just like mm -hmm. i'm real in it and i don't care too much about the words that are in it Mm -hmm. the the painted dolls is so good yeah and, and the weight like, and the the rhythm of the last line, like from all the rookies that whole line the his delivery of it's great mm-hmm
2: what is lot lizard scales cool my life my moves What does
1: that mean? Well, the annotation says it's a reference to prostitutes
0: yeah they call uh, they call sex workers who do work at like truck stops lot lizards.
1: Hmm. don't like that
0: <laughs> I don't all think right.
1: the line is inherently negative at all though. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if that phrase like lot lizards has uh negative it, it connotations.
0: Does, it does. It does. Yeah.
1: So uh, maybe it maybe it is inherently negative then, or it's hard to say if that's if he knew that and was using it in a negative way. But I guess it's still if it's if the term has that history, then it just has that history.
2: Yeah, the all the rookies leave your badge and your gun on the desk when you leave the hoom Hoo 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 is very good. Like. <sighs> Patrick does, like, that, like, like, uh, like, really staccato, like, singing, like, the, the, just that rhythmic, like, using voice, like, percussion when he's hitting every word. Yeah. So well. Yeah, he's a good fucking singer. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, like... I
1: I don't know if I've said it before, but, yeah, Patrick Stump, good guy. You,
2: you, you mentioned, uh, we, we, we we went through the rest of the song because the rest of the song repeats, but, Mm -hmm. um the the like the bridge into that final chorus with uh Patrick Stump singing like behind it is just such a great escalation like such like it just a perfect like note on the end of this song and honestly i love the way it goes into the next song too like all the way it goes into i don't care makes me like i don't care more
1: <laughs> yeah they are a, a perfect one two punch um it's definitely stronger back to back than they are separately um well at least i th- i think it benefits i don't care i think this song stands fine in its own Mm -hmm. but uh yeah i think the bridge is great this some flawless vocal layering throughout this whole record but this song shines right out the gate uh and i love the halftime percussion on uh on the last chorus um good fucking song
2: just a good song. Love it. Love it when I just get to listen to a good song and talk about
1: why I love it.
0: <laughs> yeah, me too. Some good fucking food on this show. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I wish I knew uh, just to return to verse two. Like painted dolls, I think is uh, like clearly a-, a pairing with the the line after it. And then the rookies leaving the badge and gun at the desk probably is also related to the the usage of of sex work. Um, I just wish I knew what telescopic camera nod fucking meant. Because telescopic is a word that means almost nothing. Mm-hmm. I yeah, thought it was, I
0: don't
1: know. I thought it meant...
2: I thought it was telescopic camera rod. Like, it was like a fucking selfie stick, but this is way too early for that. That means even <laughs> less! <laughs> yeah. So, a little girl, you got me staring at, or was it just a telescopic camera nod? So, if it's like a telescopic lens on a camera, so it's meant to view something at a... L- far distance and so um this person watching watching pete you got me staring odd like it's is watching them from a distance and pete has noticed that they're watching them in that way and like is it that they're actually watching them watching pete is it that that's actually happening or is it just like that long-range camera they could be looking at anything in this nearby area but pete's like damn you're looking you're looking at me but Hmm. like second guessing it maybe or it's like
1: I'm looking at you, but or, or or I caught someone staring. But are you looking at me because there is something between us, or is it just paparazzi bullshit? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I I don't know if that strongly pairs with the the next, the rest of the verse being about sex work. Um, no. This this
2: whole again, this whole verse just feels weaker. If even if it is sonically very pleasing.
1: Yes. It is very sonically pleasing, but I I don't think it strongly relates back to the rest of the song. Like I think there's, mm-hmm. you could probably skew it and fit it somewhere into the depiction of his uh, experience with with mental health. But uh, mm-hmm. I think I think it's I don't know. It's not too long, and it, it the fact that it sounds good makes me not really too critical of it. Yeah, absolutely. It is the the least <laughs> it, it it
2: isn't like actively toxic and I appreciate it for that
1: <laughs> yeah o- outside of the term mm-hmm. I don't know but even that like I was like is that entirely negative I never heard about it and I wouldn't be like I, I it's a coin flip of a, like Pete knows it's negative and is using it that way or it doesn't and is using it I would mm-hmm. believe either option because Pete is an idiot
2: <laughs> um Another genius note here, the song has occasionally been played on recent tours, probably as a nod to those fans of Folia do.
1: I can't believe that they would acknowledge people who like their records. What a powerful movie. <laughs> How wild.
2: I love it when a band gives a nod to me because they play a song I like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I could just I could continue to loop on, I think that this song is perfect, but like... It's
1: a good fucking song.
2: it. It'd be like that. It'd be like a good fucking song.
1: Yeah, I think. Um, I think it might be my favorite opener of theirs. I I, I do think it's stronger than, or at least more aligned with my preferences than Thriller. But I I, th- I th- cuz I even think like this being my number one. I think my second might be Irresistible.
2: Mm-hmm. That's valid. Irresistible fucking rules. <laughs> but the uh, there's just something. Something about the, the double bass in Thriller sure. Like, I I have just the, the memory of being in my fucking, like, my used Volvo in high school Blasting that song and watching the rearview mirror shake in like in a mess Like, just windows down the
1: Thriller is such a time capsule, which is, I think is what makes it special And also mm-hmm. not a thing that I put at the top of my list Mm -hmm. like it's it's a double it's a double-edged sword where i'm like it's a great time capsule of when it came out and where the band was at then but i like what they moved on to more Mm -hmm. yeah it
2: it, my my thing is if that's the last kind of one of those songs that i get which isn't fair to say because it's like it's at the front of infinity on high which is full of like sick fucking songs like that like great songs but like if that's the last like specific like Heavy kind of energy I get from Fallout boy, then like I'm happy with that. you know what I mean? like that's why it like stands out to me. This is not the thriller episode. I can't get into this. <laughs> I think it's fair um to Um, no, I didn't, and I'm realizing now that that's like also
1: the he- air quotes heavy fallout boy like yeah, like, what strong doing. strong air quotes, but it's I don't know. I was just curious how that fit into your opinion. We'll talk about Sam days at some point. Someone asked us about it in the Discord, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's on the list. I think uh, because all the songs are short, we'll do one episode with all of the EP. Um, Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I have no fucking clue what we'll have to say about it, but (laughs) we'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, Caitlin, I don't think you've heard anything off Pac-Sam, have you?
0: Mm Mm-mm, not that I know of.
1: It's a weird thing that exists, but I'll, I'll save all my feelings on it for that episode. And I couldn't tell you when it'll happen. I'd have to check the schedule. Uh, but I think that's. I, is there any other thoughts on on this song before we wrap it up? I think that's. I think that's got to be it for me. I don't got. I don't have another
2: thing other than just like now talking about other opening tracks, which I I think I've requested the Thriller so, Thriller song as well. So you I sure don't
3: did.
1: Spend all my fucking thoughts on that. <laughs> we'll see you back in fifteen weeks, approximately. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah.
0: God, we're gonna be doing this show forever. I know it's only a year, but Joe, it's gonna be forever.
2: Until yeah. they drop their thirty-four
1: track double album. God <laughs> We'll deal with it when the time comes.
0: Our hubris will be punished. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, so uh stay come back in the in the feed in June to hear Riley return for Thriller. Got some other guests between now and then too. But yeah, um Galen, did you have any closing thoughts?
0: No, I think we pretty much covered everything. Neat.
1: Uh Riley, would you happen to have anything you would pair with this song on the playlist? Ooh,
2: with this song.
1: I really got to start asking guests to prepare anything ahead of time, but I'd I'd think about it now, 40 minutes in.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, that is okay. Um hmm. I'm trying to think of something that shares like a melancholic vibe. Or is a good opener and I'm kind of going through That isn't by follow-up like, right? That isn't by follow-up Oh I know. I'm trying to like go through like my different these different songs here and dig through and see if I can't find anything that has a similar similar vibe to it.
1: I'm trying to think if I've already put Swiped Out on the playlist. Because <laughs> I probably <laughs> you know, have
2: I did just scroll over future teens. Um I listen to Happy New Year way too much. <laughs> This might be a weird pairing. A a odd one. Um
1: it probably wouldn't be the weirdest but, one.
2: Um keep yourself warm by Frightened Rabbit. Um it's a it's a song that is also melancholic. I think that there's less hope in it. Um but it has like a the two songs start in a similar way with like the organ and the single singing, but um keep yourself warm goes off in a different direction and is much more like loathing of a situation than it is like hopeful about like mastering the loathing like disloyal order comes after keep yourself warm in like the timeline that the people the person would go through so
1: that's my that's my pick neat i've never never (laughs) fucking heard it so i can't say shit about it um but i will uh bookmark it to to put it up on the playlist Uh, when this episode comes out which is like a week from now but thank you so much for for joining us riley uh do you do you have any any places that people could find you online or or things that you might might want to plug surely no one here knows who you are already (laughs) (laughs) thank you
2: for having me i love this show so much it's legitimately one of my favorite shows and my favorite thing about about it is whenever i'm listening to fallout boy at work and a customer comes in and is like, oh, I love Fallout Boy. And I'm like, yeah, I got back into them recently because I've been listening to this great podcast. And they're like, oh, yeah, they talk about how great Peaks lyrics are. So I was like, sometimes,
4: <laughs> sometimes
2: <laughs> they've got some good criticisms, too. And they're like, oh, and I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Can't win them all. Listen, they were lost. Wait, wait, um, wait! wait how find- do you
1: feel about the prestige, though? <laughs> <laughs> what do
2: you feel about Christopher Nolan's favorite films? Uh-huh. Um, if you want to <laughs> find me on the internet, you can find me on Twitter at Revrybread. That's Rev like Reverend, Rybread like Rybread. Um, I ha- I was gonna say I have a lot of shows. You will know me from If Not Us Then Who on this network. Um, mm-hmm. But like, as I was counting the other night, I think I'm down to three. I think it's If Not Us Then Who. I'm on Cape Lauren Live, which is Urban Shadows' actual play podcast. And then there is Never Believe It, which is a Naruto D-Watch podcast. Rewatch, we're only watching the filler of Naruto, nothing else. Um, you can find it at narudohead.band. That's the website you can type it in, and it'll get you to where you want to go to never believe it. My games are at Linksmith Games.
1: Riley was also my co-host on uh, 294 Note Streak. if you want to hear more us talking about music specifically. This episode comes out Wednesday the 26th, so I will also say that Riley and I are on Argonauts tomorrow discussing BB&B. Yes. So, it's a big uh-huh. week, I guess.
0: Yeah, Riley's just <laughs> all over the place.
1: I Got from, my I- fucking press week. <laughs> Anyways, it's now everyone's favorite time of the show. Where I get to lean away from the microphone and mm-hmm. uh cup my hands around my mouth. And, uh... Just to let out a hearty,
3: Caitlin!
1: <laughs>
0: yes, Joe.
1: Where can people find you on the internet?
0: Uh, you can find me, the person, at c g and a r is on twitter you can and find you me... the brand <laughs> 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 yeah.
1: that's also be
0: the brand there is no person it's all brand um you can find me the writer over on my personal website uh uppercut which has featured the writing of joe and riley and who riley will be uh guesting on our podcast paling around the week that you hear mm-hmm. this and also around the web uh a bitch finally got published for monster fucking. So yes. check that shit out.
3: Nice. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: Joe, where where are you? So where am I?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck!
1: I'm in the star. Shit. Kid. Um, <laughs> you can find me on social media, Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J. Oh, and I make a couple other podcasts. Uh. Such as what's what's coming out this week. I already plugged the Argonauts' guesting spot. We're doing um, this is probably around the time that they, them, theirs should be coming out. Um, my monthly show with my friend Rain, where we talk about uh, just our, our lives as non-binary people. Talk about how we interact with with media uh, through those lenses as we try to recommend things. Uh, sometimes we talk about various news things if we come across things that we want to talk about. It's just uh, it's a nice little check-in that we do once a month, and that's on the same network oh, yeah. as this one. If you go to theorangegroves.com, you can find those shows, more shows, other shows. Just go listen to something. You can also find a link there or in the show notes uh, to the Orange Groves Discord server, uh, so you can chat about uh, this show or the other shows or, I don't know, whatever else there is. And um, the pairing playlist will also be linked in the show notes. Um, so you'll hear whatever the fuck Riley said before. I think that's it, though. I think that's everything. Oh, the Twitter. SWGDPod is the Twitter for the podcast.
0: I put up a good tweet while we were recording this. So.
1: Oh, good. Ooh, Can't wait I gotta to see go it. roll over t- to the Swag Dip Twitter. <laughs> Have we ever spoken that on the podcast before? Nope, and that's why I wanted to say it. Because <laughs> it has been around as long as the show has. I think I think Riley spoke it into existence like week three or four.
0: I have never <laughs> once heard this.
1: That's wild. I think it was, it would have been in the God of Memorize Discord because this show exists mm. longer than the Orange Ghost has.
0: Oh, that's true.
1: And I, Caitlin, I don't know if you've ever been in the God of Memorize Discord.
0: I have. I popped <laughs> in there for, uh, for when people were talking about interstitial because I wanted my ego to be stroked.
1: I feel you, Caitlin. <laughs> Anyways, great fun has been had.
0: Caitlin! Yes, Joe.
1: Is this more than you bargained for yet?
0: Nah, I knew what we were getting into on this one.
1: Yeah, this is a, this is a familiar friend. Uh, Riley, how is this on the bargain meter for you? For me? For it's you. Right,
2: I, I bargained to come in for a great time talk with my friends about a song I like and you know what it's exactly what I bargained for baby and you know what
1: fucking didn't get it this shit sucks goodbye everybody no (laughs) (laughs) we'll be back next Wednesday with six songs (laughs) goodbye everybody (laughs) god